You want to talk about football, fine. You don't, then you go somewhere else. Get ready, get ready. I'm sick and tired of all this bullshit. Y'all are not playing. Most of the don't even know how to play football, all right? Go, no urgency. Here we go. Welcome to the ST Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Carlos and Chad. You've got to be the dumbest team in America. They are who we thought they were, and we never got to Welcome to episode 55 of the ST Fantasy Football Podcast. We are kind of covering, why do I always have trouble saying covering, Dynasty Fantasy Football and Rookie Rankings, Drafts, and a rant or two from Chad. Why don't, why don't we just say we're here for Dynasty shit? We could say Dynasty shit. Because it's shit talking fantasy football. Yeah. Why not? Yes. We're not we're not G-rated. Okay, so welcome to episode 55 <laughs> of the SD Fantasy Football Podcast. We are talking dynasty shit and a rant or two by Chad. I'm Carlos. I'm Chad. I like that. I think that flows. <laughs> I think that kind of suits the, what we're going for here. Okay, then we'll go with that one then. Yeah, let's see. When we put up our paywall, like apparently a lot of other sites are doing right now, you know, then uh, we might have a curse-free edition of the podcast. Why? Yeah, I don't know. We already got yelled at when we tried to do that. Yeah, thought, by, I, by the one or two listeners that we have. I thought it was pretty speaking, good. Speaking of, of our listeners, have you heard from the England guy? Uh, he did say thank you for the shout-out. Oh, okay, awesome. So, yeah, Mr. Ryan, hey. you, you are most welcome. Yes. We really need to get him on the show, not just because it'd be nice to have a British accent person talking on the show, which would be more interesting than you and I talking, but... It, w- it would make us sound really smart. I know, that's... Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, We I'm can down. give him our rankings, and he can just read them out, Yeah, and everybody would believe it. Yeah, it, it may actually help ratings. It could. Yeah. yeah. I, I, these are all options, right? I know. Yeah. And at the very least, we can do it like uh, what? One of my other favorite podcasts. They do, uh, they, they throw it out to the England side mm-hmm. of things. They have an England correspondent. Oh, okay. For the London games. Oh, can we do like the Walter Cronkite, like as we send it out to him? Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. We'll do some sound effects. Better than my normal sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Better than that. I, I think we should we should figure that out. We'll have to do probably like on a Saturday afternoon because for him it'd still be like what midnight or some crap like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's like five hours difference. Oh, yeah. We can make it make it happen. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Or, or we record late enough. It'll be when he wakes up. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> One of the two. All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see if we can work that yeah. out with his agent. <laughs> he yeah. has an agent. I don't know. He probably does. <laughs> He's English. Of course he has. Of an agent. Of course he has an agent. Uh, so how's it going, Chad? Uh, you know, I'm in the middle of a 48 team draft. And stop me if you've heard this one before. But yeah, so, you know, I kind of went crazy this offseason. I'm like, I am getting in some more damn dynasty leagues. Uh-huh. So this is a 48 team. It's not super flex, but. But there's only know. 32 NFL teams. Right. So how does that work? Well, it's, it's pretty cool, actually. Uh, so there's 48 teams. There's four copies of every player. And you can only own one copy. So, so is this like multiplicity where you have a copy of a copy yeah. of a copy? Yeah. But isn't the copy of a copy not as good as the original? That's what I thought, too. Okay. doesn't work that way. Okay. Same points scored for everybody. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's PPR. Uh, I, I believe it's uh, standard four points per passing touchdown as opposed to six, which is what it should be. But, um, yeah, so far it's been really interesting. Uh, it's a lot to try to keep track of. We do it over on the My Fantasy Football League, which if you haven't tried to use for the the mobile app, it's garbage because uh-huh. you just have to use the website. They have no mobile app. Oh, okay. Uh, and it gets really kind of confusing to try to keep track of. But it is very customizable. Like right now we're in the we just got into the second round. Uh, we are it's an 8 hour per pick. So you have 8 hours to make your pick. Damn, for 48 picks, that's going to be a long for How many the rounds? first round, it, it's five rounds. So sometime around August, you should be done? That's what we're hoping. That's what we're hoping. <laughs> okay. Uh, but they actually do pause it at night. So with, I'm on the sleeper on my other app. Uh-huh. And you don't have the ability to – I mean, you can pause it, but you pause the entire draft. They can't right. just make picks. This one, it pauses the clock. You can still make picks, but you won't be – like, it won't auto-pick for you in the middle of the night. I like that. No, no, that that is a good idea. But one, who's sleeping for eight hours? Uh, and then two, um, you're in the first round. How long does it fucking take you to make this pick? You would be surprised. Oh, I, I, I noticed. I looked at it earlier, and I'm like, what the hell's picking taking people so long? Yeah, it, it's it's been pretty ridiculous. But uh, you know, top four picks should be Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, uh, according to you, 
You know, I do love I do love me some uh, Nicole Harry. Nikhil. Nicole. See, you got me fucking thinking about You better hope your wife Mikol. doesn't listen to this. No, you got me thinking about Nicole. So who's Nicole? Let's yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Who's, who's Nicole? Who's your, my, Does she work with you? My drummer. <laughs> if, you, if you get that reference, congratulations. Uh, so, so, so let's go back to this because I'm sure your wife is listening and, and would want to inquire. So I'm going to inquire for her. Okay. So who's this Nicole person? I don't know. Nicole. Do you work with her? No. Uh huh. No. Do you have lunch with her all the time? I don't. I don't know. I got I, your back, Aubrey. Don't worry about it. Don't, <laughs> the only only woman I have lunch with is my wife. Uh huh. Yep. Uh, or Nicole, apparently. Well. Nikhil, <laughs> Harry. Uh, so let's get get into this meat of this draft. I want to uh, see yes. your opinions. Where you agree, where you disagree. We'll go through the first round. It's nice. I disagree with the first overall pick. I'm telling you that right now. I get that, but I like this because remember. But I now, do like picks two, three, and four. Right. Right. But the 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 thing about this is is though it gives you a nice consensus, right? Because you still get to see, you know, first round, first pick overall is actually one one, one two, one three, one right. four. Yes. So, out of these first four picks. This is how it went. Nikhil Harry, number one. Josh Jacobs, Josh Jacobs, Josh Jacobs. So you're three quarters of the way happy. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I think that's about right because I I am going back and forth about Nikhil and Josh Jacobs. I will say immediacy needs. Yes. I, I think Jacobs wins. Okay. So, yes, I, I, I hear where you're going with it, okay? But I think the one thing that we as – podcaster people because we're certainly not analysts or professionals yeah um well i'm a professional but it has nothing to do with uh <laughs> fantasy football true um but i think one of the things that we don't focus on enough is in a rookie only draft need needs to leave your brain because if you're true. as we've talked about before briefly but but in a rookie only draft if you're drafting for need you're screwed. You're already screwed. Because if you're relying on that rookie to be your savior this season, you're screwed. And with a wide receiver, it's a crapshoot either way. But to me, at that high of a level, a Josh Jacobs to me is a little bit more secure, mm-hmm. if, if that, is, that is even a possibility in fantasy football. Uh, so to me, I would rather take a Josh Jacobs at one, one, two, three, and four because <laughs> I can get a – and then this thing is kind of screwed up because it's 48 teams, but in a regular system, in my second round pick, the fall off from Nikhil Harry to Debo mm-hmm. is not that far off, in my opinion, for this year. But in the future, I don't, I, I don't, can you assure me that Nikhil Harry is going to be the number one and, and he's going to do well? Tom Brady tears his ACL to start the season. There went Nikhil Harry season. So it just, to me, I feel like I'm going to get more production right now out of Josh Jacobs, but it's bonus production. It's not production that I'm looking for. If I happen to be able to start him, I could Saquon. Mm-hmm. If I happen to get a Saquon Barkley that I can start this year and I can use, awesome. But I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be able to take Nikhil Harry and use him this year. No, you absolutely won't. Yeah. And I think in the future, I again the one thing is, the one reason I am always more fond of running backs is. They have more guaranteed carries. I know you guys can't see me at home, but I'm using quotes. They got to hand off the ball. The receiver is reliant on the quarterback getting him the ball, him catching the ball, and him not getting hit before he catches the ball, a la the Rams hitting the same wide receiver before the ball gets there <laughs> in the NFC Championship game. And, yes, I haven't let it go yet. Still um, So there's a lot of factors that go into a receiver getting points as opposed to a running back. But that's, again, my opinion. So that's why I don't think Nikhil Harry 1-1 is the right move. But. That's me. Well, but if 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 you're going by talent, right? Like this is a admittedly weaker running back class than we've seen, especially compared to last year uh-huh. and the year before. Um, so I I understand if you're if talent wins out, uh-huh. I can understand seeing the kill Harry and seeing the landing spot, being like, yeah, that that's my best bet. But we do know that Gruden loves to hand the ball off to the running backs, mm-hmm. allegedly. Um, and uh, I don't know, to me, the signs just point to Jacobs being a better pick. Right. And, and it's a personal preference thing. It's, it's a personal opinion thing. But to me, and, and honestly, if both of them hit, you're going to get better trade value later on for Josh Jacobs than you would for Nikhil Harry. You will. And we, as we've seen, and it was my, 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 my motto 
uh, I think two years ago, I'm not drafting any more damn wide receivers because the hit rate on them is so small. Yes. Right? To find a good receiver in that whole plethora of all these guys that just got drafted, you either have to know what you're looking at or you just get – honestly, it's dumb luck. It, it is because wide receivers are a different – it's going to sound wrong – a different breed of individual. There's a certain arrogance and cockiness to them, right? There can and, be. And, and, and some of them are even divas. Um, but how does that translate into their work ethic in the NFL? Some of them have it. Some of them don't. And some of them don't because they've just naturally been talented their whole lives. And they've had people ogling, oogling, whatever over them for many, many years and when they get to the NFL, oh shit, this is different. Yeah, this is or, this is hard. Or more importantly, they get that first hit in training camp, and whoa. So it just to me, I, I again, it is a bigger crapshoot. Uh, but it also not only is a bigger crapshoot, it it depends more on the, the person individually. Yeah, I mean, Michael Thomas fell to the second round of the NFL draft because people were worried about his commitment to playing. Um, and look at the receiver he's turned into. So, well, I, I, I also think it it's the different variables that you were kind of hitting on as why you prefer taking running backs mm-hmm. is when you're talking about wide receivers, it, they have to gel with their quarterback. The quarterback has to not suck. Uh, they have to be in a good scheme. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that have to fit. You can be a great receiver, Corey Davis, and be in a shitty fucking team with a shitty fucking quarterback and not produce mm-hmm. like you should. Uh, so AJ Brown, you're dead to me. So that's and that's why. Because I think that that is a place that it just it doesn't benefit a receiver growing and becoming what they should there. Mm-hmm. But I we digress. Yes. Uh, anyways, remember at the beginning of the intro where I said rants. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> but Josh Jacobs and Nikhil Harry actually round out the top eight. Yes. Right. So the first two picks, consensus. Mm-hmm. That's it. Correct. In this in this league, and I think most most places. Yes. Then uh, ne- next guy off the board was Miles Sanders. Which, that is a little surprising to me. Um, I know you like Miles Sanders a lot. I do. Uh, I lot and a lot of people do. A lot of people in the fantasy community are, are high on Miles Sanders, not as high as number two. Uh, I think Montgomery is is probably generally ranked uh, around that thing. But actually, I'm looking at Fantasy Pros right now, and they have Miles Sanders ranked number three, uh, and then Montgomery four. I personally like Montgomery better. Uh, I did pre-draft, and I, I, I do now, especially with the landing spot. I still don't think Tariq Cohen is the answer in Chicago. And my concern in Philly is, one, when was the last time that they were committed to a running back? Uh, and two, um, they do have uh, Jordan Howard there. And I know people, oh, it's Jordan Howard. He's, you know, three years ago, we were high on Jordan Howard. Four years ago, we were high on Jordan Howard, and Jordan Howard this, and Jordan Howard that. Did all of a sudden he just become a shitty running back or was the situation at coaching change and he didn't have the opportunity that he liked or, or, or that worked for him? So uh, I don't think that that in Philly, it's going to be pure Sanders all the time. So I, I would agree with that. Uh, I do think, you know, I still I still like Miles Sanders, the prospect a little bit more than I like Montgomery. Mm-hmm. And it's to do with speed. Okay. That's that's the only edge that I give to him. I think that they can do a lot of the things, same things uh, as each other. Mm-hmm. And so I think they're very similar backs. That said, I'm hoping, right, that Sanders is a much better back than all the rest of the crap they have there. But if he's not, like comparatively to Howard and Sproles, I think is coming back again. Yeah. And then he's, yeah, he's not going to get the opportunity that Montgomery is. So, yeah, I could definitely understand now. Taking Mont- Monty, Monty over uh, <laughs> Miles Sanders. Now it will make you happy though. The next picks Montgomery, 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 Montgomery. So you're See, not those alone are smart that. people. Yeah, and then it was Sanders, 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 Sanders. So Colonel Sanders, yeah, uh, Miles, oh, Mr. Okay. Miles. Uh-huh. So there we go. But there's our consensus top four yeah. guys after when we went around the round mm-hmm. table draft day, or right after draft day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was our top four. That's still top four in this. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, so we're smart. That's that's what that tells me. We'd and, be smarter if we had a British accent saying this stuff. So. Uh, next time, next time. Uh, so, but this this is also the point where everything goes to hell, right? Next pick off the board: AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, Paris Campbell, 
Debo Samuel. That's the next four picks at five. And but honestly, all over the place. Okay, you know, and, and I, I think you're going to see that because at the wide receiver position, again, it goes back to that whole we all have all our opinions or whatever. Uh, and looking at Fantasy Pros, uh, Marquise Brown is is is, is in that. Um, uh, Fantasy Pros has ranked them A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, Marcus, uh, excuse me, Marquise Brown, Paris Campbell, and then Debo. You love Debo, so you would probably rank him higher. Uh, oh yeah, I I still have my concerns with Marquise Brown just because of of of, of the offense that he's in and in, in a rookie running you know wide receiver. I I'm sure I am wrong, okay, and I'm sure that I'm one of the two people in this world that thinks this. I'm not as high on DK Metcalf as everybody else is. I I don't know. I watched him play at at at, at Mississippi State. Yep. I don't think he was as dominant in the games that I saw him play that he should have been in. Or, or should have been dominant. Um, so I'm just not, eh, you know. Uh, but, dude, he's Julio Jones light. He's Julio Jones 2.0. Haven't you seen the metrics? Like, they, they match right up. Now, did you get to see Julio Jones in college? Yes, I did. So what did you think of him coming out? I hated when Atlanta moved up to get him. That's let me. Yeah, put you, you thought he, but one, you thought he was going to be successful. One, I thought Atlanta was stupid for everything they gave up to move up to get him. Mm-hmm. But I hated it because I just I, I had a feeling he was going to be awesome. Yeah, no, and, and you do not have those those spidey sense tinglings. No, yeah. Well, no. I and I trust I trust yeah. the guys that you get to watch, especially in the SEC. Mm-hmm. I value your opinion on that. So I I'm not a big DK Metcalf fan because mm-hmm. the dude can't run sideways. So. Because he's so built and cut that it's it's impossible for him to run sideways. The side note: Did you see the the video of him meeting Pete Carroll when they did the yeah, interviews? Yeah, Pete Carroll needs to put his shirt back on. What the hell, man? <laughs> First of all, who the hell goes around meeting player people when you're going to be making millions of dollars with your damn shirt off? And who is a person that's making millions of dollars to meet people taking his shirt off to say hi? But eh, maybe that's why I'm not making any money. This is this is this is what that that goes to point to now. So should I take my shirt off now? Yeah. Hey, if you want to make money, <laughs> I think we got to be in Seattle though. Oh, uh, okay. It's too fucking cold for that. Uh, so yeah, Brown, Metcalf, Campbell, Debo. Understand all of it. Next round again, DK, DK, DK. So the community spoke here. Uh huh. DK is the next, uh, the consensus five. Okay. Uh, I disagree with it. Yeah. But, you know, to each their own. The next five, four off the board for the, that would constitute the next pick, TJ Hawkinson, another Campbell, another Debo, and an Andy Isabella. You know I'm all about that Andy Isabella pick. That guy is a genius. Uh, I, I think Hawkinson's going a little too early, uh, even in a format where you have multiple versions. I, I know, Nala. I agree with you. <laughs> um, so I, I think that's too early for Hawkinson. I really, really do. Uh, I don't see the value there. And, and yes, in a 48 team thing, more than likely he's not going to be there when you pick again. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I just don't, I, I, I don't, I don't like that pick. I, I completely agree. And, and, and I'm sorry. I, I will say one thing to go against what I said earlier about <laughs> picking things. Okay. In a rookie only draft, because we can sit here and rank them all day long, and we can sit here and do. If there is a player you like and you really want on your team, take him. Yeah. Where, whatever round you're in, take him. Because you never know what the next owner is thinking about that player and 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 what they you know where they value that player. So if DK if if Hawkinson is your guy and you just have this feeling that he's the next Gronk and you're picking number two overall and you love him that much, take him. Who cares what we say or, or, or what anybody thinks? You take the player you want. We'll all criticize you, but that doesn't make us right for criticizing you because he may not be there when you pick again next time. So, again, if you think Hawkinson is, is the next Gronk or, or the next uh, Kelsey, take him at four, take him at five, take him whatever. It's your choice. I personally wouldn't do that because I don't think he is that, but there's nothing wrong with somebody thinking that, you know, yeah. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah. You, you pick your guy, go for your guy. Yes. Totally get it. Um, but, yeah, the rest of those guys, A.J. Brown's starting to come off a little bit more here. I'm out, man. I'm just – I'm not I'm not getting A.J. Brown in, in here. He could be, for me, he could drop mid-second. I'm just not sold on him. Okay, so what if 
Mariota. Yes. I don't want this to happen, but let's just say. <laughs> Mariota tears his ACL in, yeah, and in OTAs. Tannehill. And Tannehill's the starter. Do you like A.J. Brown anymore? No. Okay. No, I, I just don't. I, no, no. I, I probably right. should, but I don't. I don't think Tannehill's necessarily a better quarterback than Mariota. I think they're both kind of shitty. So, yeah, you're just going to crap up the rest of the offense. Ask we should see that we should ask Luis on because now that he's not a dolphin, he could actually maybe give us an unbiased opinion about oh, how he. How I can he works. tell you what he's gonna say. Yeah. He sucks. He's worthless, and the dolphins were smart to get rid of him, and we got rid of him because he sucks. Okay, well, yeah, there you go, Luis. If you want to come on, let us know. <laughs> um, next off the board, Noah Fant. Yeah. Um, then you got Akeem Butler, Marquise Brown, and another T.J. Hawkinson share. Okay. So, uh, n- no real surprises there. Um, Marquise Brown coming into the mix. I would actually think, after looking at these landing spots, even though I preferred A.J. Brown pre-draft, mm-hmm. I think I'd actually have to go Marquise Brown ahead of him in my picks. Yeah. And he just has a cool name like Hollywood Brown. Yeah. So, I'm looking at a uh, <laughs> uh, another mock draft of, uh, of a fantasy experts, actually, or whatever you want to call them. Uh, um, people that think way too much about this crappy no fake people that football. get paid to do this, which I'm a little jealous of them actually. Um, Hawkinson went two three, okay, and no, I'm sorry, yeah, Hawkinson went two three, so second round third pick, and Fat went two two. No, I I don't, I don't have any real problems with that. No, it depends no, no. who goes after him though. Next three picks, <laughs> your boy Isabella, yeah, bullshit. Your other boy Butler. Bullshit. And Daryl Henderson. Yeah, that that's I don't know. I don't know how I how I feel about Henderson yet. I, I this is when waiting until after all this crap yeah. is actually beneficial to us. Yes. But I think if you're gonna take a flyer on him right now, it's a great time to do it. Yes. And and okay, so before we, we went on air, um Chad and I were talking about this and this my my opinion is Daryl Henderson's gonna be that riser that at draft night we were all like Ugh. Why'd he go there? This sucks. Because <laughs> suck. I was that person. I was like, stupid. Uh, and then it's like, all right, I would probably take him third round. But by draft time in August, he's going to be a first round pick. Oh, yeah. Uh, I Bold prediction, I think he's going to end up as a top seven pick in, in, in rookie drafts. By the by late the, rookie drafts. Yes. By, the, by August rookie drafts, he will be a top seven pick. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't disagree with that right now. I can't disagree that he might go one nine in our draft. Well, <laughs> says the man who has one nine. But he, you know, if you think about all the injury news around Gurley, like, look, the guy missed the Super Bowl essentially. He mm-hmm. played, but he obviously they limited him. Even though he was the fastest guy on the field, I don't know how that happens. But he, something was wrong. Um, he's been gimping around all offseason. Mm-hmm. And and they traded up to get this guy. Yeah, traded up to get this guy, uh-huh. offered a tender on Malcolm Brown. Mm-hmm. It's All signs are pointing to stay away. Now, I have heard, uh, digressing again, I have heard we that— are ran- We're going on a side note. I find that hard to believe. Yeah, I know. Maybe that's what we should call this podcast, <laughs> side note. <laughs> um, but— Gurley went in like the second round of a startup uh-huh. draft. Yeah. Do, do you think that that's too early? No. He went 2-2. No, I had to say I think that's too late. <laughs> yeah, would you take him in the first? Depending on where I was picking. And depending on who's there. Yes. What, 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 okay, redraft, running backs, top five. Is he in there? <sighs> top five picks or top five running backs? Top five running backs, not top five picks. Um, Saquon, Kamara... Much as it pains me to say it, Mac, uh, McCaffrey, yep. uh, Elliot. I would have to go Gurley over Gordon. Yeah, I, I wouldn't hate you for that. They're both not reliable. Yeah, but that's at that five right there. Wow. Unless I'm missing somebody. Wow. Yeah, I, I mean, it, for a guy with a bad knee. That's still kind of scary to me, but yeah, yeah, Gordon, Gordon and Gurley. That's kind of where they're going. 
Uh, next running backs, David Johnson. I don't really feel comfortable about taking him, even but though. I, I mean, honestly, if I had the let's say I had the number five pick in the draft, right, and the first four running backs went off the board, right. I think I in a PPR league, mm-hmm. full point PPR. I I think I would take my chances with, and I would never pick him, but if I'm ranking it uh, with a Julio or. Or a Michael Thomas, or or something like that, other than than than, than Gurley. Again, in, in we're you know we're talking right now. Right. We get to August, and he's participating in training camp, and I see him playing a little bit in preseason. Then that changes everything. But right now, I probably take Julio or or, or Michael Thomas or uh, Devonte Adams. Yep. DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Right. I don't. Why do I always forget DeAndre Hopkins? I don't know why, but I always like. Oh yeah, him too. <laughs> Yeah, I think he's – because nobody really cared about the Texans for a long time. You Does know? anybody care about the Texans now? I think that also plays into it. <laughs> but, yeah, it's interesting to see where Gurley goes now. Yeah. But, so, Henderson could be a, a nice nice late-round snatch. Yeah. Um, so, after the next uh, thing, a Hawkinson went off, we go another Hawking Butler – Another Hawkinson, another Hawkeen Butler, another Marquise Brown. Sounds about right. Yeah. Nothing there. I am I am kind of surprised that Hawkeen Butler's going here when my boy Andy Isabella is still out there, but it's okay. Uh, neither here nor there. Noah Fant, Marquise Brown. And then finally, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside goes at 146. So back in to pick 110, essentially, right? Yeah. I'm I'm not a fan. I I really think that I'm the anti JJ Arcega Whiteside guy. Like well, I don't no, want him at all. No, you're not. Um, listening to a, to another podcast uh, after the the draft, mm-hmm. and they were they were talking about it. And it doesn't make sense. And then I, honestly, forget fantasy football from a football point of view. That pick makes no sense whatsoever. No, no. Dude has no upside, really. So if to me, and, and maybe this is where I'm wrong. This is maybe this is where I I skew things, and maybe this is where I fail as a fantasy, whatever. If it doesn't make sense to me from a football perspective, <laughs> it certainly does not make sense to me from a fantasy football perspective. Because if I don't see the fit here, I certainly don't want it in my lineup here. No, I, that why would you do that? <laughs> that that's insanity. <laughs> But I'm trying. I'm trying to look up now what his uh, pro day combine stuff was, and see if there's anything. Maybe I'm missing something, right? Because I didn't have this guy prospect grade five seven three. You know, that's, that's a camp player. Uh, well, is this the NFL's grade? Yeah. Okay, so five seven three should put him at should make a roster. I believe is is what the score for for them is. Yep. I don't want a player that should make a roster. I want a player that has potential to be a superstar. So I'm looking at what the six or seven range is what the NFL rankings, I believe, would put him at. Yeah, yeah, and and he didn't even. There's no combine numbers. He didn't attend the combine. Well, but that doesn't mean anything. There's a lot of players that don't attend the combine because they're recovering from injury or they're wanted to be a more controlled. Kyler Murray didn't really attend the combine. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm just I'm not I'm not impressed. I mean, yeah, he's big, yeah. but he's not that fast. Uh, he didn't but have in anything. this in this pros thing that I'm looking at, uh, he went 112. OK, so I mean, yeah. but but he went after Debo and after Paris Campbell. And there are still Debo shares here and there are still lots of Paris Campbell. And there is still uh, Andy Isabella. Obviously, I'm up on the mountain for Andy Isabella. Uh, uh, we would have never thought that, Chad. Next picks, uh, Marquise Brown, Akeem Butler, Kyler Murray goes off the board at the end. Last pick of the first round. Okay. Um, so in this draft that I'm looking at, yeah. Kyler Murray went 1-5. Five. 1-5? Five. 1-5. No, you it's, take not, him a, that it's not a super flex. I know. Would you take him that early? No, I would not. But, but going back to what we talked about before, if you love Kyler Murray and you think he is the man— well, you have to know your league, right? Right. In our league, I know I can wait till. Well, I actually, I think. Yeah, I, I think I, we can wait. Until I think the second I can round. wait till the second round and get him. Yeah. Um, 
it's not often that quarterbacks in our league go in the first round. Has there been the anomaly here and there? Of course. If it's a Bucks quarterback, he's definitely <laughs> going in the first round. I was going to say, hello, uh, Bucks fans. But Or a Clemson quarterback. He's going in the first round. Yeah. but Or a Clemson kicker. Uh, <laughs> no, he, it's, it's only Buck kickers. Oh, sorry. Um, how, oh, that's going to be his pick. That's <laughs> his pick. It's the new kicker that they drafted. Um, oh, okay. I hope so. Yeah, that, that's what it's going to be. Uh, so, but if you really like Kyler Murray and you really believe that he's going to be the next Baker or the next Mahomes or whatever that may be, then at one five, it's not wrong. No, it's not. But in, in the difference between him and Baker and him and Mayfield, and, and, excuse me, him, and Baker, <laughs> uh, him and Baker and, and, and him and uh, Mahomes is they've already pretty much said he's starting week one. Yeah. <laughs> so. He's starting week one. I don't have to wait two or three weeks for him to, to start producing for me. What that'll be is a whole nother story. We'll, we'll talk about that more about that later. So I don't hate the pick of one five. I, again, would not do it, but. But it's, it's I, I, I like Kyler Murray a lot, and I do think he's a first-round talent this year. Yes. One of the better players in the draft. So I, I don't begrudge somebody for taking him back into one, especially if you have a need and you like him. So that, that concludes the first round. Nothing there really crazy except for maybe the one Andy Isabella pick that I, I agree with. So I'm an outlier, and so is that fine uh, fantasy football player. Uh, next, there's some trades that have been going on in our league. Yes, in our league there have been some lopsided trades. I mean, some uh, good trades that have happened uh, and others in the works that nobody <laughs> wants to try to trade with me. I don't understand, but whatever. I tried. Uh, no, you did not. I offered you a trade, and you said no. Uh, today, <laughs> I'm talking about part of some of that other trade that you did. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Chad has been um, making some trades th th this past week. Uh, so the first trade that Chad made, yeah, the good uh, trade, was you traded away Edo Smith for a third round pick. I did. I do not believe in Edo Smith, but you loved Edo Smith last year. I did, and, and then, he's he's the number two now. And I saw him play. Uh-huh. It's kind of how you feel about Rod Smith. That's how I feel about Edo Smith. <laughs> it's just like it's it's just not going to work. Uh-huh. So, why am I going to keep him? He was a cut candidate for me anyway. Yes. So, if I can turn a cut into a third-round pick, uh more the merrier. I love uh -huh. it. You know how I feel about third-round picks. You do love third-round picks. Yes. I do. Yes. Uh so that was the first one. I have no issue with that trade. Now let's move on to the other trade. The now, blockbuster now, trade. Now, now get your pen and paper ready because this is going to be lengthy. All right. Uh, so Chad trades away Aaron Rodgers, mm -hmm. Kareem Hunt, yep. Corlin Sutton, yep. and Dallas Goddard. Okay, so his entire team. Uh-huh. Okay. And he gets back yep. Ben Roethlisberger. A uh, shitty guy who's going to retire. Yep. Anthony Miller. Who? Yeah, exactly. Rashad Penny. Uh, I think I heard of that bust. And uh, a first-round pick and a third-round pick. Ah, okay. So a bunch of nobodies. Yes. Okay. Uh, you know, well, you're the one bashing the trade, and it's the one that you made. <laughs> so we, we talked a little bit about this off the air. Obviously, you made the trade, so you must love the trade. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you have trader's remorse because you always have trader's remorse. Oh, absolutely. Uh, however... Uh, from my point of view, and as we discussed earlier, I think breaking your side up, you would have gotten more pieces to that puzzle. Right? Yeah. Um, I think that you didn't need to get Ben back. You could have left Ben on that side. I think you could have possibly done something with Aaron Rodgers for Rashad Penny and um, Anthony Miller and maybe get a first-round pick there, maybe. Uh, I think you could have gotten a, a first or a second for Kareem Hunt. And a first or a second for Dallas Goddard. That is my personal opinion. That doesn't mean that that's what you had gotten. So it would have netted you more draft picks. Uh, and honestly, if you would have said to someone, I will trade you Dallas Goddard for a first rounder next year, I think you would have had people definitely jumping on that because most people don't think about next year. They're looking about this year's draft. Oh, well, I'm not even giving up anything this year. I'm giving up a first rounder next year for this guy. I'll make that deal. Right. And it's not a bad deal. Yes. Not a bad deal. And you're not wrong, right? I'm usually not wrong. But here's here's my problem. I have 
an unnatural affinity for uh, Mr. Miller. Anthony Miller, to me, it, it's it's ridiculous how much I wanted this guy on my team. Uh-huh. Uh, and unfortunately, I talked to my brother, and he knew that. <laughs> so um, the way I see it, Rodgers, Roethlisberger, yes, it's a downgrade. Uh, Hunt to Penny, that was essentially its own trade baked into this. Uh-huh. I, I view that as kind of one for one. Yeah. I have Chris Carson, so I really wanted to yes. solidify. No, that and, and, and as as the Carson owner, getting Penny makes sense. Yeah. Well, but I really wanted to solidify yeah, that no. Seattle backfield. No, I mean, yeah. Uh, Sutton for Miller is what I saw that for. You know I've soured on Sutton. Yes. And I don't see the quarterback play getting any better. Hopefully, uh, uh, Trubisky cannot suck and start getting my guy the ball. Mm-hmm. I liked what I saw a lot last year. Very good, solid first-year numbers. Mm-hmm. I fully, I think that he is going to be the guy. I don't disagree. Possibly with you this on that. year. Okay, now, that's not a bold take, but you know, it's kind of a bold take, right? Uh, and then Goddard. Oh, and Disley. You know, you forgot yes. my man Will Disley. Uh, I thought I said that Will Disley. Sorry. Goddard to Disley. You know, I have an affinity for Disley, uh, unnaturally. So. Uh, so I see this as yes a downgrade, mm-hmm. but one that I can I feel like I can make up with it with my belief in this guy's talent yeah. where he's going to go. No, no. So then I also got on top of that a first and a third, which I think for me pushes me over and says, okay, look, I got essentially what I gave up back, mm-hmm. and I got some sweetener on top to help me plan for the future. Yeah, which from these guys who were all on my bench, I I feel pretty good about the trade personally. Mm-hmm. Do I see how it could go either way? Yeah. Do I have some traders remorse? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I've been teetering back and forth on it. Okay. First of all, when do you not have traders remorse? Um, I mean, just I, again, I don't think it's a horrible trade. Uh, I just think that you could have gotten yeah more more for it. I mean, honestly, I will see it. We we talked about it before. I would have gladly given you a first round pick for uh, for Kareem Hunt and, and Dallas Goddard alone. And I uh, I should have done that. No, no. But and and it's. I get your side of it. Kareem Hunt's definitely gone for the first eight weeks. Uh, does your brother listen to this podcast? I hope not. Oh. Uh, <laughs> because if he does, I'm interested in Kareem Hunt, and we should talk. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, it, may, it, he may download, but I don't know if he listens. As long as he downloads, that's all that matters. Yeah. Uh, so it's not a horrible trade. I'm sure somebody else out there may think it's a horrible trade. I know Dan thinks it's a horrible trade because he and I, like, like he called me. At, we're at work, and he calls me immediately. And I thought he was talking about your Edo Smith trade. I didn't realize this other trade had gone through. And he, I'm like, I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? So I had to pull it up on my computer. So he must have called me as soon as he got the alert for it. But I, you know, some of us actually have to work at work. I know it's weird, uh, but um, he uh, he didn't think it was. A, it, and again, and I told him, I was like, I don't understand what he's doing. I think he could have gotten more for those other pieces of the puzzle. Blah blah blah. But. Same thing for your for your brother. I think if if he gets Aaron Rodgers, he could get possibly a little bit more for Ben Roethlisberger than what he's getting in this particular trade. Although he's getting Aaron Rodgers, uh, so I don't know. It's not a horrible trade, just not something that I I, I, I like. I said I think you could have gotten more. No, yeah. and probably could have had we hammered it out over, over some drinks. Uh huh. But uh, it didn't happen that but way. You're not drinking these days. Yeah, I am not. Which, you, you know, looking at some of my trades, you probably would think that I am. But, like I said, as a whole package, I feel like it's pretty damn fair. Yes. Uh, you know, if you're looking at best so, player available right now, I'm sorry, he one wins thing, that trade. One thing we didn't mention, mm-hmm. his other quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. So that's why he was looking to trade uh, Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. So we should have said that from the very beginning. So Rodgers was actually a quarterback that's sitting on his bench because he's starting Mahomes. Yeah. So now I got Roethlisberger and Carr sitting on my bench. Yes. So we'll see. There will be moves to be made. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll have to fill you in on that one as it comes. Yeah. Yeah, you're working on another one we can't talk about. Uh, and, no, it has nothing to do with me. Uh, it, I tried. I tried. But I got shot down. It just doesn't make sense for me to make that move. It's not a horrible trade. It just doesn't make sense for me to make that move. I mean, you know, you don't want to upgrade. You don't want to upgrade. I get it. Next, next. But I'd be downgrading at my other position. You, you have you have a wonderful piece on your bench. 
Well, yes, but <laughs> but not as good as the piece that you want, or, exactly. or, or 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 the youth of the piece that you want. This is this oh okay. Is... So if the talent stuff, if if Hold the bench, so let's, so if the bench we talent, we're talking about something people don't know. If so the bench talent the is. is enough, we can we can throw in another one of those bench talents. What do you what do you want to bench talent? What are you talking about? So, anyways, the offer is Patrick Mahomes uh-huh. and the one ten uh-huh. for Baker Mayfield. And, and Juju. Juju, yes, yes, and you said no. I said no. Yes, because you don't want to upgrade a quarterback. It's <laughs> and you don't want to slot AJ Green into your starting lineup. I get so, it. First of all, AJ Green will already be in my starting lineup. He's just not there right now because he's still recovering from injury, <laughs> and I want to make sure that 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 he uh, he recovers okay. So here here's my thought process, and this is where we don't know what's going to happen with 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 Mahomes with with, with Maker Mayfield. Excuse me. However, we all believe he's going to be a top five talent. Yeah. And to me, the point difference from a, a number one slash two quarterback to a number four, five quarterback, we're talking five points a game. Okay. Right. So we'll say on the extreme end, seven, eight points a game. Juju and 110, bigger difference in point totals. So I don't what what I am gaining at the quarterback point, I'm losing at the wide receiver position. So that's why mathematically to me that does not make sense, and 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 that's how I look at these things. And and of course I want to win a trade, but and, and in some cases I'm going to lose a trade, but I'm not actively seeking Mahomes, and right. that's the difference. Right. If I was if I was a Chiefs fan and if it was Drew Brees, ten years ago. I make that deal hands down because I want you to, want your to, guy. To, yeah, I, I want my guy. Uh, but because Mahomes, I have no skin in the game with Mahomes, doesn't matter to me. Right, and, and I, that's I what get it boils it. down. To. I get it. Uh, obviously, though, you see my perspective. I need a number two one receiver mm-hmm. <laughs> at some point. No, no, I get it. Um, Corey, Corey Davis still bite me in the ass on that one. But so that's that's what we're talking about. Yes. So now, all right. So now. Do you want to? Should we move on to our our bold predictions? Yes, we could. Or do you want to keep talking about my shitty trades? They're not shitty trades. They're just not trades I would do. <laughs> but then again, I don't trade that much, so I don't know. No. no, no I make no, nobody that, else does either. I make trades that make sense to me. I don't make trades just to make trades, like Daniel does. No. Uh, we need to get Daniel back on here. Yeah, we'll see. Um, he needs to get his own his official Twitter handle handled. What did we say we were going to call it? Oh, SDFFL, sir. <laughs> Since that's how he likes to start his text messages, sir. Sir. Whenever you go silent on Dan, sir, sir, I did that. I, I the, the guy that I'm trying to make a trade with, yeah. I text him the other day because he isn't replying to my text messages, yeah. sir. And he still didn't reply. I don't know. Yeah, he probably thought uh, I forgot Dan. to throw it. You know, this is how friendships end. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah there you go. <laughs> <laughs> next time so so yes let, let's move on to the next thing because i think people are tired of hearing us talk about uh nonsense um but then again isn't that it's all nonsense is all about anyway it's all nonsense we're already at over 42 minutes this is crazy well we'll do our quick hot takes so much for a short podcast we won't we won't complain about them right we'll just kind of go through our hot takes i don't know how hot these are gonna be yeah well, these, are, these may be lukewarm takes but these are things that are against the grain right these are takes that we just feel, but doesn't mean we're going to be right, and more than likely we'll be wrong. Although I was right on one of mine from last year. Yeah, I, I think I missed on all mine. <laughs> uh, so, what's your first one? Uh, first one is Austin Hooper is greater than David Njoku. Well, that's a given. You think so? Yes, because, because Njoku to me lost right. this off season. Okay, because. Okay. Of the additions of, of, of Odell Beckham um, and just the, you know, the, the Kareem Hunt thing, the, 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 the Chubb getting better thing. <laughs> uh, yes, I am a child. A, ch- uh, a strong Chubb. So I just think with the additions that they made this offseason and, and, and the way that offense is headed, I, I just felt that his numbers were going to be taking a hit. And Austin Hooper, I think, has potential to, to get up there because – they didn't really do anything to add anything to that receiving core. So either Riley Ridley gets much, much better. Riley Ridley? Calvin no, Ridley. Calvin Ridley, excuse me. Riley Ridley's in Chicago. Uh, either Calvin Ridley gets much, much better, or the targets go to Hooper. Yeah. And I think they're going to be going to Hooper. Now, Hooper was a Pro Bowl tight end last mm-hmm. year. Yes. He's 24 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, going on our good friends here, the Fantasy Pros, rankings. 
Uh, David Njoku, tight end six. Uh-huh. Austin Hooper, tight end 14. That's criminally low. Criminally yeah, I that, low. I think that's a little bit low. Um, to me, he's he's up there behind Evan Ingram, Hunter Henry, Ebron. In that in that mix. I would probably rank Hooper ahead of Hunter Henry behind Eric Ebron, but I am a little partial in that ranking. And that being said, I wouldn't mind if he tore his ACL before the season started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't put it out there. I own this guy in a lot of places. Uh, so that's my first my first hot take that I, I see people hitting on this. It's wrong. Uh-huh. Uh, guy D- Dynasty Price, Garrett Price, uh, kind of beat me to the punch on this. I was hoping to bring this up on a podcast. So. Okay. I, I got to give him credit for being the first to the uh, publication of it. Okay. So my first bold prediction, Leonard Fournette will be a top five running back at the end of the year. Ah, okay. I think he moves back into into the – Is he going to be mad? I think he's going to have something to prove Yeah. Uh, to get his fifth-year option uh, or, or, you know, get a uh, – start working towards that better contract. Uh, injuries – obviously, injuries are going to be uh, – a concern here uh but i think that 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 with the addition of nick Foles, ideally taking some of the pressure off of him on that line uh, i think you're going to see uh, uh fournette uh bounce back and and, and be a I, i'm going as high as a top five running back but would you right take there. him above Gurley? i wouldn't and here's why okay i think i can get the value and get him later I think you're right because right now I'm looking at those same old rankings. Right now, Fournette is probably going middle, uh, middle of the second round. Yep, seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. Uh, right around Josh Jacobs, mm-hmm. Marlon Mack, Aaron Jones, and Darius yeah. Geis. To me, that's great value for him. Okay, that's so nice. Nice uh, mid round pickup. I like mm-hmm. it. Uh, so I've already kind of. I'm going to kind of lump two of these here. That Anthony Miller is going to be the number one wide receiving option in Chicago, and Andy Isabella is also going to be the number one wide receiving receiver option in Arizona. Okay, and for the second so half the of the year, so the four passes that Kyler Murray will throw a game, they'll go to Isabella. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I, I think he has the, he, I think he's going to be a high end wide receiver too, if not back end wide receiver one. Rookie year. Okay. That's, that's insane, that's right? That's pretty bold. This is where I'm at. Especially right? since you were higher on Butler before the draft. I know. I know. I, like I said, I've been watching a lot of Isabella tape lately. It's super awesome. He's he's everything that I want in a wide receiver. A la Cooper Cup. So. You did love you some Cooper Cup. I did. Yet you traded him away. I did. I did. <laughs> I did. Uh, my second take, and it goes with the one that I got right last year. Garoppolo will still suck, <laughs> and he will finish out of the top 12, possibly in the 15 to 20 range for quarterbacks. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I don't think I've seen anything from Garoppolo that would indicate that he should be a top but 10 people quarterback. people think he—and you got the rankings up, but I think people still have him ranked as a top 12 quarterback. To, number 12. Number 12. <laughs> and I just—to me, I, don't, I still don't see it. I'd take Cousins over him. I'd take Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is a guy who never gets love, who— but running and with the way that he played with Cooper last year, yeah, I like it. Did you watch the playoff game? I don't care about playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs? There's no fantasy fo- football in playoffs? Actually, that's not true. They do have fantasy football in the playoffs. Yeah, but that's like other sites. Well, you know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's how we should do it for uh, picks. Should, should, uh, like, I like the lottery. What are you talking about? I actually do like the lottery. All right, my, my last bull take, uh, Todd Gurley is going to finish outside the top 12 running backs this year. Son of a bitch. <laughs> is that yours too? <laughs> I wrote top eight, but I was being a little conservative. <laughs> okay, but I, I don't think that that's beyond the, the realm of possibility. I, I don't think so either. And, you know, with the way that Los Angeles has loaded up, they, they re-signed or they put a tender on Malcolm Brown mm-hmm. and then matched it yep, to bring him back. And then moved back. up to uh, get Henderson. Yeah. Um, it, and yeah. they still have my boy, John Kelly. Come on, Kelly. He's never gonna get love, um, but I do. I there's too well, but much. But I mean, think about it. If all the running backs in front of him get hurt, then yeah. he's got a, he's got a chance. So you so you're saying there's a chance? That's all I need, baby. <laughs> I'm gonna draft him last pick in our, our leftovers draft. Uh, but yeah, I I just I can with arthritis in your knee, uh-huh. the way that he performed in the playoffs, they're going to want to reduce his workload. Okay. What's that look like? 
Uh-huh. I don't know, but they definitely got some weapons to make sure that he's not going to be overworked. Right. And to save him for the playoffs. Yeah. No, I I I, I, I don't I mean like that was my number three. <laughs> well, I'm glad that we're on the same page. <laughs> so it just I, I, I think that uh there's just too many question marks there. And we could be wrong and he comes in and he's I just again, the signs are there that they're not happy with the recovery on his knee, uh, or that um there's something there they're just not telling us. I don't know. Yeah. Um or maybe they're just adding more tools to the to the thing because you know they can't rely on a on a, on a blown pass interference call to get them into the Super Bowl. So maybe they feel they need more talent to try to get there legitimately this time around. Well, that does it for us. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I don't have anything else. I think it was pretty good bullshit show. Uh, isn't that most of our shows? Well, yeah, but uh, usually we have a little bit more form yeah. to the than this. But um, so we do need to give a shout out to Randy since he started listening to our podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. He's in Italy right now, so I don't know if he's going to be listening to us in Italy, but maybe on the plane back. So, uh, I'm jealous he's in Italy. Well, you know, and work is paying for his trip to Italy too. But yes, he's not there on vacation. He's there working. In this quotes. is some bull. How does he get that job? He's a bean counter. Uh, I mean, he's an accountant. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh. All so making sense aren't, to aren't me they now. supposed to be the ones that watch the money and make sure that it doesn't get spent? Yet he's going to Italy. I don't, I don't understand. So, uh, but in any case, um, we're supposed to talk bad. He was worried that we were bashing him and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, I figure I should throw out his name just to kind of, you know, uh, he just pisses me off because he doesn't take my unreasonable trade offers. Come on, Randy, <laughs> get with it, get with the program and, and just agree to his trades. Yeah. Even if they are crazy. Yeah. So, all right, that's all we got. Uh, hey, uh, shout out to uh, Nick Castain, Twitter guy. Uh-huh. Uh, he wants us to do a uh, startup advice okay. podcast. Maybe Absolutely. we'll get that one in uh, before the season starts. We got oh, plenty we'll get, of time. No, yeah, we'll get one in in the next within the next month. We'll have that set up. Cool. So. Uh, and if you guys have any questions or want to say how bad we suck at this, uh, I'm at STFF Chad and at STFF Ball. Hit us up and uh, don't suck. Have a good one.